Welcome to the Spartan Underground Show, your ultimate resource for everything Spartan race training. Discover what the best SGX coaches are doing to help their clients boost performance, dominate obstacles, and get through each race burpee-free. Here is your host, Mike Diebler. All right, what's up, everybody? This is SGX coach Mike Diebler, and welcome to episode 16 of the Underground SGX Show. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to start releasing some kind of mini episodes. So I'm going to try and keep these to about 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes, just real quick, give you a, a tip, a strategy, one thing to work on in your training, just something extra that I, I am not necessarily going to include in our normal podcast episodes. But don't worry, I'm still going to be releasing those. These will just be kind of in between when I just have something on my mind that I want to get out, want to share with you guys that I think might might help you because that's the whole point of, of me doing this podcast is to just share things I've experienced, things I've studied and seen with my clients work well, share them with you guys to help with your, your Spartan race training. And um, a couple weekends ago was the LA Sprint. And um, Probably a lot of you were at this race. I, I thought it was a great course, uh, a good end to the 2016 season. I'm probably going to go into a little bit of withdrawal now, not having a race for a little while, but that's okay. We'll focus on the holidays and, and being with the family and, and lots of uh, good stuff there. But um, it, again, it was a great course. Uh, it was a little hilly. Um, and if you're used to any of the SoCal races, you're, you're used to those hills. The last couple of races I personally have done have been relatively flat. I was out in Atlanta doing the super there. We did the uh, Fenway Park stadium sprint, and then we were out in Dallas. So we had a couple of races that were really relatively flat. They still have their own challenges, but not necessarily any hill, hill challenges. And th- for this race, it was about two and a half miles uphill, it felt like. Uh, so the first half of the race was pretty much uphill and then a lot of downhill after that with, with all the obstacles that you could expect. Uh, plus it was nice. We got a couple new ones. I hadn't tried the uh, Olympus, I think it was called, with the uh, different hand grips trying to make it across the slanted board. So that was uh, another fun one. I'll have to p- post another podcast talking about some strategies to get across that because I saw some people definitely struggling trying to figure out how to get across there. But uh, for this episode, I, I want to talk about hill training because uh, there, there were a lot of pretty tough hills in this course. And I want to share a quick story with a, a client of mine who this was her first race. And she's a college athlete, really good conditioned, wasn't worried about her completing or, or really doing, you know, just she was going to do well in this in this course. Uh, she was ready for it. And uh, her boyfriend ran it with her, not necessarily out of shape, but didn't train specifically for this. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, with all the hills in this race, I don't know if he was showing off or he thought this was the best way to get through the course, but he was sprinting a lot of the uphill parts. So he was just trying to attack it as hard as he could, get up it, and and then move on to the next hill. And that was something I personally saw a lot of people people doing. But anyway, back back to the story he actually wasn't able to finish the race. He was sprinting up a hill and and legs basically seized up, whether he he had a cramp, a a strain, pulled something, not quite sure yet, but he wasn't able to finish the race and they actually had to to take him off the course. And that's just such a shame when you aren't able to, to finish one of these courses. And I think that's a common problem people face is they don't necessarily know how to 
uh, attack the hills or, or really what they should do when they see lots of hills in a race. And um, the last episode, I actually talked a lot about uphill sprint training. And I want to make sure I, I'm clear that there's a difference. You definitely should be uphill sprinting in your training and you should be doing it regularly. And I'll put a link in this episode's show notes at spartanunderground.com slash episode dash 16. And you can see uh, the post I wrote about uh, uphill sprinting, the study I was referring to, and uh, an actual program, six-week program that you can use. And you can also check out the last episode uh, where we talked about this. But there is a huge benefit from doing that. And I won't get into all the details there, but you're going to improve running economy, improve your running mechanics, and you're just you're going to get in shape and your legs are going to get stronger and more powerful. So I absolutely recommend that you're doing some uphill sprinting in your training. But you have to remember when you do training, you're doing it consistently in hopes that you get some type of adaptation in your body, right? It's like when you lift weights, you might be trying to get stronger. So you periodically um, expose your muscles to strenuous resistance in hopes that they become stronger and you can lift more weight in the future. So we, we uphill sprint so we can get better and better and better at it. We're not uphill sprinting necessarily so you can sprint hard and uphill during the race. Now, you might be an elite athlete and uh, your strength is uphill sprinting and you can just crush it when you get out there. And if that's the case, I'm not telling you not to do that. If it works well for you, absolutely go for it. But you're probably an outlier. Um, most people, even when you look at the elite runners, when they get to those pretty steep uphills, they're going to be walking some portion of it. And I think that's an important thing you should be doing. So when you're running in the race, you're not looking for that training adaptation anymore like you did when you were working out. Now you're looking to conserve as much energy as possible to get to the end of the race. And when I say conserve energy, again, I won't get too much into physiology, but you're burning fat during the race and you're burning sugar or, or glucose and glycogen during the race. And when you're doing more of the aerobic stuff, so like your, your long runs that you'll be doing in the race, that's going to be primarily aerobic and you're burning lots of fat when you're doing that. When you need to do something a little bit more intense, like sprinting up a hill or jumping over a wall or, or climbing the rope, something like that, you're, you're going to start tapping more into uh, glycolysis or using sugar for energy. Now, ideally, and the, this race is a great example because it was very front-loaded with hills. So if you are sprinting up these hills right from the start, you're using those sugar stores, those glycogen stores up right away. So now when you get to a wall or you get to some obstacle where you have to run or sprint or jump, you're not going to have as much in your legs and you're, you're going to um, just die out by the end of the race. So our goal is to conserve as much as we can so we can use it when, when we're absolutely going to need it for some of these tougher obstacles. So um, that's just an important thing I want you to distinguish is, yes, uphill sprinting in your training, do it once a week probably, but during the race, maybe that's not the best approach to take. So instead, the, I'm going to share basically my rules for running in a Spartan race. My goal for every race is to run hard or as hard as I can when it's flat. If I get to a moderate incline, so just a small uphill, I'll, I'm going to do a slower jog because right, I don't want to sprint and just totally wear myself out. If I get to a steep uphill, I'm absolutely going to walk. And sometimes this is hard because, and this happened in the race, I'll start walking and somebody's going to sprint right by me. 
And that's okay, right? Even if you're competitive, let them go because you know they can't sprint forever and they're gonna get to the top of the hill and most likely you're gonna see them with their hands on their knees, huffing and puffing, and you're gonna get to the top of the hill, make a, maybe take a few deep breaths and then you're, you're gonna start running again, right? So let them pass you, don't, don't worry. Most likely you're gonna pass them uh, coming up. So like I said, run the flat, jog a moderate incline, walk those steeper inclines, and then uh, run the downhill, If uh, assuming it's not super steep and, and unsafe. But if it's a, a downhill that you can run down, you want to work on your downhill running. And we talked about that on previous episodes uh, when I interviewed SGX coach John Haley. He even posted a video, so I'll, I'll put again a, a link in the show notes so you can see uh, some of the strategies for training on running downhill because you will just make up so much time. So if you're worried about slowing down and losing your pace by walking uphill, don't worry because you're going to save your energy and your legs are going to be strong for just crushing it on the downhill. And that's exactly what happened to me in this race. When I got to those steep uphills, I just started walking. And if somebody passed me, they passed me. No problem. I got to the top and I saw groups of people just kind of huddling around and just trying to catch their breath and and waiting to sprint up the next hill while I just ran to the next hill, walked up that one. And then when I got to the top, it was just all downhill. And I just flew by everybody who legs were just killing them, cramping up, or they, they just couldn't make it. Um, so they were, were walking those downhills. So um, a, a simple strategy that you can use. And uh, another thing I just wanted to share with you is kind of my, my go-to or, or really what I'm trying to do on the uphill. Um, because I'm still working hard, obviously. You're not, you're not just um, standing there. You, you should be climbing that hill. Just don't use all of your energy. And some things that work for me that I try and think about on those steep uphills, number one, absolutely should be breathing. Almost try and think of it, and, and sometimes this is more of a mental game you're going to play with yourself. Try and trick yourself into thinking uphills are rest, right? So you're going to get up the hill, but you're going to focus on breathing. You're going to take deep breaths in through your nose, and then a long exhale through your mouth. And you're gonna try and almost like you're gonna whistle, like purse your lips, blow that air out like you're blowing out birthday candles. And then another deep inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, trying to keep that heart rate under control. You don't want it to shoot up so your heart's just pounding and then now we need more oxygen and your, your, your breath is just gonna get out of control, almost like you're hyperventilating. So keep that breath under control and just think how as soon as you get to the top of the hill, you're not out of breath. Your legs might be burning a little bit, but your lungs are good. And then you're going to get right to it, maybe shake those legs out a little bit and then start running again. So that's kind of my number one is focus on your breath when you're going uphill. Keep it under control. And then number two is don't forget about your arms. That's a big mistake people make is they'll either have their arms just kind of droop by their side as they're, they're, and their, their posture slump forward as they're climbing up these hills. Uh, or their hands are on their hips and they're they're just struggling to get up there. And, and really, you want to use your arms to help you. It's only going to help you get more power uh, with each step. So just like when you're walking or when you're running, think opposite arm, opposite leg, and really think about your arm drive. So the more, you, more dynamic your arms are, the more dynamic your legs will be. So when your legs are feeling like they're just burning and they don't have much left, start focusing on your arms. And it's amazing how much more power and energy you're going to get with each step. So um, when you're going uphill, think about those two things. Think about your breath. Think about your, your arms. Get to the top of that hill and then get right to it again. So like I said, quick episode today, but 
when you're in your race, really think about how you're going to attack these hills. Again, if you're one of those outliers that can just sprint up it and go, then then do it. Do what works best for you. But if you're usually one that, that just gets killed on those hills, think about some of these strategies. And, and if you have to stop, stop. It's okay. And I, I gave one person advice as I was running or, or walking past them because I can tell they were just hurting on one of the first hills uh, we, we got to during this race. And it's... <clears throat> Always keep in mind, the one thing that's going to get you up that hill is taking another step. You absolutely can't get up the hill when you're just standing there. So just think one small step at a time, and you'll, you'll get there. So when you're, when you're just dying, just these little baby steps to get going, and then hopefully you can break out into some bigger strides to get, get to the top. So hope that helps you out. So don't forget your uphill sprinting and your training, and then focus on that walking during the race. And... Um, Holidays are coming up, so I, I hope you guys have a great holiday season with your family, uh, but you still get your training in there. I'll be back with another episode with some more tips on how to improve your performance for the 2017, which is amazing to say, but the 2017 season just around the corner.